We have a quick science lesson here for you. Okay, there's not going to be a quiz, there's not going to be a test, just listen up. Okay, if a tree is to bear fruit and grow, it's got to have a few things, right, that are pretty essential. It's got to have, ooh, good job. Okay, it's got to have, in order to absorb water and minerals, it's got to have really sturdy roots. Then it's got to have a super strong trunk, right, that helps it stand. It also transports the water and minerals up the trunk and, you know, out to the leaves, and, and the leaves help it bear fruit. It's, it's an apple tree. We're going to talk about an apple tree. Okay, so I have two daughters, Kate and Lilia. They're five and eight in kindergarten and third grade. And in kindergarten, Katie just studied about a week and a half ago a unit on apples. And we learned in that unit that it takes 50 leaves to support one apple. 50 leaves. I couldn't believe that. That was just way more than I thought. Um, here's why I'm sharing this. Because if we want to grow in our faith, and bear fruit for God, we need a few things too, just like that tree does. We need sturdy roots, and that's our relationship with Jesus. It's, it's saying yes to God's gift of salvation through Jesus and his gift on the cross. So we need that, those roots, and then we have to have a strong trunk. And there's a lot of things that help us have a strong trunk, but two of them are prayer and time in God's word. The Bible, right? Those nourish us, they feed us, they help us grow so that we can produce fruit like Kelly talked to us about last week, service to others in Christ's name. In this series that we're in right now, it's called Grow, we're, we're talking about ways that we can grow in our faith. And tonight, like I said, we're focusing on prayer and God's word, the Bible. Now prayer, you might think a lot of different things about it, but basically it's a conversation. If you think of a conversation with your very best friend or someone who knows you better than anyone else, prayer is meant to be a conversation with God. And it's us pouring our hearts out to him, or sometimes we don't even have words to say, and we just sit in his presence. And it's him then nourishing us and feeding us with whatever it is he knows we need at that moment, whether it's a challenge or a conviction or whether it's encouragement or refreshment. That's what prayer is meant to be. So tonight, I'm just going to share one idea for how to pray with you. It's a pattern. Um, there's a ton of different ways to pray out there, um, but this is just one that's been helpful to me, and I wanted to pass it on to you guys. And it's an acronym. It's the word ACTS, and each letter in the word stands for one portion of the prayer. A stands for adore. To adore someone means to have a deep, deep love and affection for them. Now, last year, I remember vividly getting home at the end of a really long, tough day at work, getting ready for bed, and I went in to go lay down in bed, and on my pillow there was a note from my daughter Lilia that said, Mommy, I love you. Love, Lilia. Seriously, that's what my heart did. It was like, man, this was the best ending this day could have ever had. And think of how much more God loves to hear us say that to him, to say, Jesus, I love you. When we adore God, it's our chance to remember who he is and what he's done for us and tell him, we love you, God. We love you. Now that leads us to the second letter of Acts, which is the C part. That's confession. As we remember how awesome God is, a lot of times it'll lead us to realize how short we fall, how, how many times we fail, 
And our, my first reaction, at least, I don't know about you all, but my first reaction is to want to hide that. But you know what? We can't hide anything from God. Nothing is hidden from him. He knows it all anyway. So confession is the part of the prayer where we talk to God about our failures. We confess them to him. We tell them about him. We admit our sins. We don't try to hide them. And then we ask him for forgiveness. Now, we don't do that because he needs to know. He already knows, right? We don't do it for his benefit. It's for our benefit. Confession reminds us how short we fall of God's standard and, and how much we need him. Confession also does some key things in our character. It protects us from pride. It protects us from judgmental attitudes towards other people. The more I become aware of my sins, the less likely I am to be unforgiving towards someone who hurts me. The less likely, the more likely I'll be to understanding when someone else messes up and it affects me. In the Lord's Prayer, we pray it. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So we're saying, God, forgive me like I forgive others in my life. Right? This confess part of the prayer is a chance for us to kind of do a check on that, a heart check. Now, confession also provides us with a clean slate before God. How awesome is it when we screw up and we go to God or we go to that person that we've hurt and say, I am so sorry, will you forgive me? And they actually say yes. And God will say yes. He's promised us that in his word. So confess provides us a fresh start. T, thank. This is the, probably the most obvious part of the prayer, right? It's saying thank you to God for everything you can think of, from tiny things like, oh, thank you, God, that it's a sunny day today, or like I did the other day, thank you, God, for these beautiful snowflakes that are falling all over us, um, to gigantic things like, God, thank you that you love me just the way I am and I don't have to be perfect for you. God, thank you for sending Jesus to pay the price for my sins. God, thank you that even if life all around me is falling apart, I know you're with me, and that's enough. Thankfulness helps to us to keep our eyes wide open to see God's faithfulness and intervention in our lives. And as we see that, our hearts are peaceful and they're trusting, even in the midst of chaos around us. Finally, S is for supply. Now this is sadly where most people's prayers begin and end. God, okay, please help me do well on this test. Okay, that's asking God to supply a need, right? But that's not all prayer is meant to be. This is the part where we ask God to supply the needs of others, and the needs of ourselves. And I want you to notice the order of that. It's really great if we can pray for the other people in our lives we know need prayer, and then ourselves. Now, by making it to this point in the prayer, um, a lot of really cool things have happened. A lot of cool things have happened. One, we've been, been reminded how huge and awesome God is while we've adored him, right? We've been reminded as we confessed our shortcomings of our incredible need for him. And we've seen and been reminded of his provision for us in the past, the blessings he's given us while we've thanked him for those things. And then when we get to this part of saying, God, I know this person at school, they really need your help. They're really struggling right now. By that point in the prayer, we are reminded of who he is and that he is faithful to meet their needs and he's capable of meeting their needs. He has the ability to know, do, know and do what he knows is best. Prayer is a key to helping us grow. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says this. And if you, don't, if you haven't ever memorized a Bible verse, I'd recommend this one. Never stop praying. Three words, right? Can you all say that? Never stop praying. 
Never stop praying. 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Okay, so the world record for holding a person's breath, and this happened to be underwater, is 22 minutes. It was just set a year ago in November. I know, it's pretty amazing, right? No matter how good you are at holding your breath, at some point you have to start breathing if you want to keep living, right? If you want to keep living and growing in Jesus, we should never stop praying. It's like breathing for our spirits. So I want to just leave you with that thought. Never stop praying. Our next, uh, next part of this uh, talk is uh, reading. Reading the Bible. Um, it's a very important key foundation in uh, growing in Christ. And I know uh, probably a lot of us have, a, have trouble reading the Bible. I know I do sometimes. Uh, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to just uh, open up this Bible and start reading sometimes. You know, it's big. There's not really any pictures, which is kind of hard for me sometimes. But uh, it's tough. Um, but there's so much good stuff in here. Um, and it's not just like the activity of reading the Bible. Like if I, if I read this Bible, if I read the words, like I'm good. I'm good in, I'm good in God's eyes. Like it's not just the activity. It's what's, it's what's in here. It's the truth. It's the secret to life. And I, I feel that if you don't read this, like you will never fully understand God and Jesus and what he has done for you. Um, I want to share a verse with you. Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. The word of God is living and active. It's kind of a weird thing to think about that. Like, this is living and active. Like, I'm pretty sure this is just a book with some words in it, you know. But no, it's so much more than that. The words in here, it's living and active. And it will change you guys. It will change you. Have you ever had... Uh, that feeling like when you have um, been in the Bible and you, you've read a verse and it just kind of like hits you, you almost feel like that's just God talking to you. Have you ever felt that? You can nod. You can nod. For me, um, when I was younger, one, uh, one verse that has hit me and uh, has kind of shaped, shaped me was uh, Matthew 22, 37 through 39. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So for me, when I was younger, like this verse just like hit me. And it kind of shaped me when, uh, when I was younger and um, has kind of brought me to where I am today. Um, and that was one of those verses that has been like living and active in my heart. Um, from a very young age. I have uh, one last verse I want to share with you. I love this verse. Psalms 119.105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. 
I read that earlier this week, and I was like, man, that just, that just nails it with our, with our theme for the year, uh, the narrow and wide path. Do you remember when we talked about that earlier, earlier in the year? Um, so I think sometimes, like, for s- some of us, like, when we choose, we choose Jesus, we choose that narrow path. Sometimes it's kind of hard to know, like, okay, what what do I do next? Like, yeah, I've chosen, I've chosen Jesus, but what do I do? I'm telling you, get into the Bible, start reading, because it says right here, the Word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Like this will guide you. I, Kelly has had, has said it multiple times from up here that uh, that the Bible is just like a roadmap to our life. It's a guidebook. Like any point in our life that we're, we're at right now, this has the answers. And I'm not just saying that, guys. Like, I believe that with my entire heart. Like, this has all the answers. And the thing is, like, this book, this book has changed me. This book has changed my entire life. And I'm not just saying that as like a cliche statement, like it's changed me, but like for real, like this book has changed my life. It's changed Nikki's life. It's changed Kelly's life. It's changed your leaders' lives. And not just that, but it's changed millions and millions of people's lives. I know for some of us too, uh, we have trouble because... We have a hard time hearing God's voice. I think we would all agree with this. Sometimes we are just desperately wanting, needing to hear God's voice. And we don't always hear that, you know, that audible voice that that we want to hear or that dream that comes to us in the middle of the night. If you want to hear God's voice, if you want to hear God's voice speak directly to you, it's right here, guys. All the answers are right here. So I have a challenge for you. It's not a hard challenge at all. My challenge to you is to find a Bible, find a time, find a place, and start reading. And I know it's a, it's a big book, and it's very intimidating sometimes. But open up to Matthew, to one of the Gospels, and just start reading. Start reading about Jesus, his life. Because there's some cool stuff in here, guys. And if you have questions, come ask us. There's no such thing as a dumb question when it comes to, comes to the Bible. But my challenge to you tonight, in a little bit, when, when you get home, if you have a Bible, find it, pick it up, open it up, and read God is waiting for you right here, and he wants a relationship with every single one of you. And I promise you, if you truly engage into this book, it will change you. I promise. I'm going to invite the band up, and uh, in a little bit, um, we're going to break, and uh, we have some stations around the gym for you guys. Um, and I just want you to take this time and connect with God. Do some business with God. Um, this is a great time for that. Um, so we're going to have multiple stations. Uh, the station over here, um, there's going to be a cross up, and there's some post-it notes. If you guys have anything just 
that's on your heart, that if you feel like you just need to get off of your heart and put it at the foot of the cross and leave it for Jesus, write it on that post note and stick it up on that cross. Our, uh, our next station is going to be uh, um, an art slash writing table. Um, some of you, including me, um, kind of connect um, with God in more of an artsy way, and that's awesome. We have a bunch of colored pencils and pastels over there. Start doodling away. Start drawing. Um, you can write a letter to yourself, write a letter to God. Some materials over there. Um, and there's another station in the back corner. It's going to be the be the prayer station. Um, just take a, take a time out, guys. Go over there and pray. If you want to pray with a friend, grab them. Go back there and pray with them. Um, we, have a, we have a couple more stations. Thank you, Juana. Um, up here, we're going to have a station um, that is just maybe God really convicted you tonight with what Elliot was sharing, and it's been a while since your Bible has been opened. Um, there are Bibles up here. There is some verse ideas. If you're feeling scared or if you're feeling troubled or anxious or whatever, there are verse, verses you can look up that ha God has stuff to say to you. That's the station up here. The station in the back. There's a question banner on the wall, and we just invite you. There's some post-it notes back there. Maybe you've got a question about God or a question for God. Um, that's your chance to just get it out there and give it to him. Now, with the caveat that God's so much bigger than we are, we're not going to sometimes get the answers to our questions. But what we can understand is that God is faithful. And let's give him the questions and ask him to either show you the answer or give you peace with not knowing. I'm going to just invite us to pray and for our station time. So if you'd bow your heads and hearts with me. God, uh, we just sang a few minutes ago. I give you my life. Um, may that be the cry of each of our hearts. Is that we're yours, Lord. We're your sons and daughters, and we want to be used by you. And right now, God, I just invite you to be here, to be opening our hearts and minds to hear what you have to say to each of us. Some of us come here troubled and worried about so many things. Some of us come here tonight celebrating so much. Some of us come here wanting to ignore you and push you away. Wherever we're each at, God, I pray that nothing would get in the way of us hearing what you have to say to each of us tonight. Help us to use this time to communicate with you, 